Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Round It is the early morning show here on 93.7 The Fan. Adam Crowley back with you. Hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. On the phone lines at 412-928-9370. My God, I have nothing left. This is what age does to you, folks. I was out drinking on Wednesday night before Groundhog's Day. It's just Groundhog Day. I don't know why I keep putting the S in there. Although I guess it could be possessive. It is his day after all. Punxsutawney Phil. Out drinking till about midnight, which doesn't sound like all that much. But then the wake up was 4 a.m. Clearly still intoxicated. Sat out all day in the cold yesterday. Then last night, after going to a wonderful dinner with my wife, I woke up at 1 a.m., Thought I was going to puke, sat there for 15 minutes, my body revolting against me. It's supposed to obey me. It's not. It's revolting. It's pissed because of all the things that I've consumed over the course of the last 48 hours. Popped a Tums in, felt much better, but I'm rolling on not a lot of sleep. And tonight, 6 until 1035, I got the early morning show at night and I'm riding solo. No Donnie football. It's a struggle. Today, whenever I came in, started planning the show, went to use the bathroom, lifted up the seat, sat down, put my butt right in the water. My brain ain't working. My body's not obeying me. There's sounds emanating from my stomach, even still. So today is going to be a struggle, which means... I'm going to be lazy. Yesterday, Punxsutawney Phil, he popped out. He saw his shadow. The fan morning show was there. That was awesome. Drove down with Doran or up with Doran. Where is Punxsutawney? I don't know. It's its own little place. And we did play-by-play of that faithful moment when the groundhog was pulled from the stump and told us six more weeks of winter. And it's about to go down. Uh, we are situated a little bit far away, this radio row, if you will. Adam Crowley is down in the thick of it. 
Uh, let's go right to him. I think he's called in via phone. We don't, we don't, we're not like fancy like Harold Hayes or something or Ross Godotti. We don't have one of those fancy mics. We just have a guy call in with a phone. So, Crowley, are you down in the thick of it? I sure am. It's quite loud down here, my friends. But uh, they're about to pull the groundhog from a stump here. Okay, we're going to stick with you uh, through this. Uh, do your best uh, on the scene, reporter, uh, Mike Holden kind of job, if you will. Paint the scene for us, sir. Well, Adam Crowley here, 93.7 The Fan Live, Groundhog Day here at Gobbler's Knob, and there's a man with a pole standing up on stage, and he's telling us he's going to pull out the scroll with the groundhog. The groundhog is going to read the scroll, and then we're going to know if it's going to winter, yeah. or we're going to find out if, well, summer's coming, I think, or spring. People are booing the possibility of an extended winter now, guys, here on the scene. Adam, question for you. Yes. If you could drive right now, are you legally um, at the uh, at the blood alcohol content level to drive? I don't think worth the try, Carl, and I'd say I'm pretty close to the line there, my man. Gotcha. Uh, bring us more color from what's happening down at the stage, sir. Yes, there appears to now be a carpet placed on top of the stump. Uh, we are seeing our man Dan McGinley. I think he is pulling out something. It potentially well, is the ground groundhog. Announcement <laughs> coming from the stage now. The inner circle surrounding the stump. We are getting very close to the rodent coming out of the stump, boys. Wow. Speak of him with more respect, Crowley. It's Punxsutawney Phil. There's a lot of chance for Phil now, obviously spurring on the groundhog. And uh, I think we're all the collective masses here going to coax our good pal Phil from the stump. They are removing okay. the groundhog right now. Oh, they're getting him out? Okay, okay, tell me, is a hand down in the stump right now, yes or no, sir? Uh, our guy AJ is down on two knees, reaching within. Holy. It looks Sex like a called, I told birth. you. Uh-oh. He's uh, he's sticking his, his his hand in there now, and we'll see if he's able to get him out. People are looking at me crazy because I'm doing play-by-play here, but hey, I've been <laughs> that's that. okay. I mean, this it's is your job. And this is Greg Brown type stuff. Trip, trip, triple. Um, so what is going on right now? A uh, whole lot of nothing right now, Colin. Okay, are they saying a prayer or something? Why did it get so quiet? Is he dead? Is he dead? Oh, Please oh tell me he's not dead. I have become I have become very self-conscious with the fact that I'm giving play-by-play, and people are looking at me like I got 16 heads, like I've never been here before. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's alive. He is alive. Phil made it another year. You're number 142 or whatever it is, 38. Uh, who's counting anyway, and he's not real. So, anyway, uh, so there's Phil. Tell me more, Adam. Well, uh, his head is moving, so we have a live groundhog here, and he's surveying the crowd. Now our guy AJ is pointing him in every direction. Uh, he's uh, being admired by the rest of the inner circle at this particular moment. Okay, more? Well. We need more. Well, I, we I'd be lying. We see a yeah, what? Is there a shadow crowd? Are they going to get on with this thing? What the hell? We drove all the way up here. They sure drag it out, don't they? Listen, boys. I mean, context clues. I mean, you didn't hear a crowd roar or boo. So, I mean, we haven't okay. seen the shadow yet here. I understand not rushing meteorological genius here, but did he see the shadow or not? We're not there yet. 
Okay. All right. So we're going to stick here with we you. Go. Our correspond- okay, here we go. We've got the scroll here, boys. Our guy okay, McKinley can you patch in a little? Hat. Can you hold your phone? Hold your phone toward that man. I'm on it. All right. Let's see if we can get him. All right, this would be the uh, the scroll man. Yes. Uh, this guy was at our place drinking with yes, us he last was. night. Yes, yes, he was. This is uh, very honored to do this job. Here. Yes. Uh, it doesn't work. Crowley, no. Put it back. Why don't you just translate, Crowley? Crowley. He can't hear us. He can't he's hear us. He's holding the phone up away from yes. here now. Yes. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, he's reading this scroll with a bunch of whereas's and hear ye's and, yeah. and uh, things that you see at, like, you know, a, a city, city council, council <laughs> meeting. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what's going on with this guy. He's got this scroll, and it's this. And I think the, the, the play here is it's the same scroll that they had back in the day. Oh, okay. 1876, yeah, they said. When right? Chuck Daly lived here and right. everything else, less Shoop. Yes. So that's happening. They're uh, they're looking through this thing. They're looking for Devin Mezzarocco in the scroll. They've not found them. What they have found is the proclamation. Crowley, back to you. Crowley. He's still holding his yeah, phone. He's, up. he's just. Yes. Uh, Doran, prediction quick. More. Uh, he doesn't see a shadow. I, I say spring happens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. We got Wait, fire. We, we got? have pyrotechnics. This plays great on the radio. Well, we have well, a there you have it. What there was it? it we couldn't hear a damn. We couldn't hear a damn thing. Tell us what he said. Oh, uh, a lot of rhyming, <laughs> um, but ultimately the decision was made. The shadow was seen. Six more weeks of oh. winter. Six oh. more weeks. Everybody's leaving. Six Look, more weeks. People are scattering. <laughs> like, people are running. Like they have to go buy rations because there's six more <laughs> there's weeks. Whole, Why are these people running? There's a troop of men, national men and guard women in fatigues. Yes, running in the other what? direction. And people just leave like and that. It's run. over. That's the you event. Look, the, look at the people just They're scattering. scattering. Well, he said six more weeks. They're going to go build a bunker, I guess. Yeah. Did you anticipate it? Like, clearly, no, I think no. they go back to drink. They go back to drink. It's cold out, too. They want to get warm. Yeah. All right. So six more weeks. Weeks. This sounds like audiobook porn, I'm being told, uh, but who cares? We love it. So six more weeks. Um, yeah, whatever. Eh, it it is is what I mean. And there you have it. What a wonderful experience. My voice is already gone at 5.11 in the morning, and I'm going to be doing radio for <sighs> combined eight and a half hours today, nine and a half hours. So things are going to go well for the old crowd man here. Wonderful experience in Punxsutawney. We really turned it on. Well, we got after it. Uh, come on. Doran Dickerson was lifting me up over his head. Shots were being consumed. Montucky cold snacks were being ripped through at breathtaking pace. And the inner circle and our guy, Will, who let us stay up there with him, could not have been more welcoming. We move on, though, to the super serious sports story of the day, or at least one of them. Taylor Luan, who has been flirting with the Pittsburgh Steelers via social media and his podcast, left tackle potentially, for the Steelers in free agency, though he has been injured most of the last two years. He wants to come here to Pittsburgh. He's still under contract with the Tennessee Titans, and here he is talking about T.J. Watt not coming on his podcast, continuing to turn him down. A special thank you to Jersey Jerry having me on his podcast, trying to talk me into going to Pittsburgh. It's a phenomenal city. The three lakes meeting together, Heinz Field right on the corner. They play that dope-ass song on fourth down. So... Will no, and I are going no. to the Super Bowl to do Media Row. It's going to be an electric time. We have a whole bunch of podcasts going on. So we send an olive branch out. TJ Watt, his team, we would love to have you on our podcast. During Super Bowl week, you'll be there. We'll be there. We'll come to you, do whatever you need to do. Just come and hit the boys. And this who just told us, no, 
He just he just denied us for the third time in a row. I don't know, that's just, they want us to be teammates. It kind of just feels like that's bad teammate vibes, right? We've had our past. Yeah, I spit in his face. I hit him in the nuts one time. Like that is, listen, hand up. That's on me. Damn, boys. Like, can we turn a page? Let's just turn a page and move on. I don't know, man. Those are like the two unforgivable things, aren't they? And then you add a third unforgivable thing, which is Taylor Luan knowing absolutely nothing about the Steelers or the city of Pittsburgh. He called Acrisure Stadium Heinz Field, though that may be endearing to some. He said the three lakes are coming together, which, well, wrong. And then he also said that dope-ass song they play on fourth down, that's not what happens. Renegade, key moment in the game, generally in the fourth quarter. Not on fourth down. So 0 for 1, 0 for 2, 0 for 3 for Taylor Lewan, who also punched our guy TJ Watt in the big old Dick LeBeau. He punches him in the LeBeau, and he spits in his face. I don't know that I'd be willing to forgive him. I would if he were good, and he was good when he was healthy, but he ain't been healthy. This is the kind of guy that you could take a flyer on if you're the Steelers, but I'm not tying myself up with any significant cap space to bring in somebody that may or may not be healthy. Now, you could argue that that's what the Steelers did with Larry Ogunjobi, and I thought that worked well, but I burped. See, this is the day I'm having. You don't, in my opinion, want to do that at tackle. You would just be band-aiding over a bullet hole again. You got to attack this with some verve here. You either spend money on a guy like Orlando Brown Jr., big-time money on what you think would be a fix-it left tackle, or you draft your future left tackle. But there is no reason in my mind to go out and spend money on somebody that might not be healthy and count on him. We're talking about left tackle or right tackle. We're talking about tackle here. Massively important. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can't be guessing at that position. Not when you've got Kenny Pickett to protect. So I don't want to see it happen. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. The Bengals missed out on their opportunity to go to a second consecutive Super Bowl, and things continue to fall off the rails for the Bengals. I'll tell you why and who and what next, right here on the Early Morning Show 93.7 The Fan. Round Can't get over the great time we had in Punxsutawney. If you're tired of hearing me talk about it, I don't care. Because I'm more tired than you. Because I was there. They pulled that furry little effer out of the stump. And he said, six more weeks. He was itching to get out of that little containment. He wanted to eat Doran's face off, this guy. Doran was talking smack on the groundhog. And Punxsutawney Phil was like, you either feed me lettuce or I'm eating off your face like a zombie. 
Joe Mixon, bad guy. Doran Diggerson, great guy. Phil, jury's still out on Mr. Punxsutawney. Joe Mixon charged with a misdemeanor of waving a gun in a woman's face, pointing it at her head. Joe Mixon, he of punching a woman in the face in, I believe, a Waffle House on video. This is all very serious. It's not something to laugh about, obviously, what Joe Mixon did. The Cincinnati Bengals released a statement where they made very clear that it was a misdemeanor. They knew what they were getting into with this guy, obviously. I mean, how could you not? He is a trash bag human being. He's a very good football player, multi-purpose back. But this is, of course, the seriousness of it needs to be stated again. But from a football standpoint, the Bengals missed an opportunity this year, a big one, and they missed it last year. Last year, they're right in that game. They could have won the Super Bowl, and they could have done it when nobody expected it, way ahead of schedule. This year, it was almost expected when they went into Burrowhead Stadium that they were going to win that game. I know a lot of folks, a lot of experts thought, myself included, expert though being thrown out there in total quotes, that the Bengals were going to win that game. And it was right there for them at the end. And if Joseph Osai doesn't push Patrick Mahomes out of bounds, perhaps the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. But they've now missed an opportunity two straight years. I think folks in Cincy might argue that there was no missed opportunity last year because it was such a wild ride that you could celebrate the AFC championship and celebrate your team for two straight weeks. Okay, fair enough. They hadn't had a lot of success in Cincinnati. You can celebrate that. But now I think we are in missed opportunity territory. And I'm interested to see what happens now from a football perspective with Joe Mixon. Is Joe Mixon going to be a Bengal next year? Is Joe Mixon going to be suspended for an extended period of time? Now, I know that they've got a good backup running back in Saman P. Ryan. But I feel like Saman P. Ryan, the reason why he's as good as he is is because he doesn't have to be the guy. Joe Mixon, in three of his six seasons, rushed for 1,000 yards. He's a guy that catches the ball fairly well. He was targeted 75 times this year. He had 60 catches. He's so valuable because even though that offensive line was better, and no doubt it was better, it's still not good. So he's been a big security blanket for Joe Burrow. If he's not there or if he misses an extended period of time, and he should at least miss some time, that's going to negatively affect the Bengals' offense. Now, a lot of folks say, well, the Bengals, they have a lot of cap space right now, but they're going to have to pay Joe Burrow. That's going to eat up a lot of it. It's not going to affect this year's cap number. So they do have a lot of money to spend. I am wondering, though, and here's where this evolves into a bigger topic, if the Bengals, typically cheap, if this is a year where they don't spend a whole ton of money because they know that this is the only business for Mr. Brown, this is how the they make their money, that family, you wonder, or at least I wonder now aloud here on the radio, I wonder if they're going to have a lot of that cash money earmarked for the future, for Joe Burrow. And I know that it doesn't always work that way. You can roll ahead with cap money, but the money that they spend, every penny of it hurts. 
They want to contend, and they've spent more money lately. Mike Hilton, the offensive line, yada, yada, yada. I don't think that this is going to be a team that spends to the cap in perpetuity, and if they do so, it's going to be because Joe Burrow's making money hand over fist. So if you remove a Joe Mixon and maybe you get a little cheap and you start pinching pennies, maybe that's how the Bengals fall back to earth a little bit. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Damian tweets, TJ Watt doesn't seem like a guy who wants to go on a podcast, LMAO. That means laughing my ass off for all you mature folks out there. He said, also, I don't think it matters if he's a good teammate to you because you'll never be on the field together. I'd take Taylor Lewan if we could get him for like a seventh rounder. I just don't want to count on a guy who could be hurt. I don't want the presumption to be if they would get a Taylor Lewan, hey, we fixed our tackle position. We're good. No, I don't want to do that. Because then you could be exactly in the same boat you were this year. Let's say you bring in Taylor Lewan and you make him your starting left tackle from day one. Let's say you move Dan Moore Jr. to left guard. So you've got Luan, you've got Dan Moore Jr., you've got Mason Cole, you got James Daniels, and Chooks Okorafor. That's your offensive line. Well, if Taylor Luan does what Taylor Luan's been doing, which is get hurt, now all of a sudden you got to move Dan Moore Jr. back to left tackle. You got to bring back what's-his-face to be your left guard. Your offensive line would be exactly the same. And it doesn't mean that there can't be improvement, but you either fix it and take a real stab at fixing it, or you don't fix it, in my opinion. Getting Taylor Luan, for me, even though it might just be a flyer, ain't worth the risk because it would be potentially another year where you don't really wind up fixing your tackle position. You got Kenny Pickett. He's your franchise quarterback. You better protect his mother bleeping blind side. And if Taylor Lewan's your answer, you might have had no answer at all. 412-928-9370 on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, I didn't get a chance really because I didn't do the early morning show yesterday to give all my thoughts on Tom Brady. One of my least favorite players of all time. He's retired. We'll get to that next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Tom Brady has retired. There is much rejoicing. At least there should be in the city of Pittsburgh. I saw Chris Muller tweeted out, and he told us he listened to the morning show that day when Brady retired, the breaking news. He said, any Steelers fans that hate Tom Brady talk about Spygate, Deflategate. It comes off as sour grapes. Yeah, okay, what's wrong with that? I think it is probably sour grapes, but I think the guy cost the Steelers a Super Bowl in 2001. I don't know that they win it in 2004, although they did beat the Eagles before that. But I definitely think it cost them in 01. And so, as a fan... I don't have to look at things objectively. I hate it, and I hate the guy. We'll get to that more in in detail, in depth, in a moment. Right now, Tim from the Tank Brigade. Hello, Tim. Hi, sir. A couple couple weeks ago, uh, Colin Dunlap on the morning show asked you if you would 
moved to a small neighborhood for six grand in reference to the uh, Japan program, and you said no, mm-hmm. but based off the Punxsutawney reaction, uh, would you reconsider? Without sounds like you're a celebrity over there now. Without question, dude, it was awesome. They really, they really did it up, and I can see that they do it up all the time. The funny thing, have you ever been there, Tim? I was talking to my best friend about it yesterday. I kind of want to go just because I feel like you have to give respect to the marketing ability of a small town somehow convincing the entire country that this day matters. Man, you're absolutely right, and that's all that they care about up there. I mean, it is their Super Bowl, no question about it. The Inner Circle guys were awesome, but you drive into Punxsutawney, and there's a Wendy's there because, well, it's a small town, middle America, and there's a giant groundhog statue outside of the Wendy's and they've got this Wendy's shirt painted on it and everything is Punxsutawney Phil theme like there's Punxsutawney Phil steak and sea house and the one bar is the burrow because well that's what groundhogs do so they they definitely take a lot of pride in it and holy cow you just dropped 60,000 people on this small little town it's quite the event yeah, like I said, you got to appreciate the marketing. And I also think it's why, like, it's such a dumb idea because I've always thought it's wild that they're like, oh, look, you saw a shadow. It's like if you woke up in the morning, you open your front door to go to work, and there were 60,000 people staring at you, you'd probably jump back and freak out too. I don't think it has anything to do with a shadow. Yeah, he held it together, though, did Punxsutawney Phil. He, he was not shying away from the moment in any way, shape, or form. You got any Steelers tape? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks, Tim. Uh, actually, I wanted to talk about Tom Brady since you mentioned it. Uh, you said that you hate Tom Brady, and I can't let this stand. Uh, what? I grew up with Tom. I know. I, well, you see, you asked me once if I'm a Steelers fan, and I think I'm really more of a football fan. I can look at things objectively. I try not to let my emotions get the best of me. Like, whenever uh, Brady beat us, I'd be like, you know what? You played a great game. Like, you guys, at some point, you need to respect the effort. You need to acknowledge maybe what you as a team could have done better, et cetera. And it's kind of like an ongoing marriage with Tom Brady. Uh, My first Super Bowl was his first Super Bowl. I was seven years old. And I loved him initially because it was, underdog story of this guy you never heard of and now he's winning all these Super Bowls and then in the middle of his career I actively hated this guy because I was so tired of him winning all the yes. time I was like can anybody beat this guy and then at the end of his career I like realized that like that was kind of like foolish like teenage hate and really I mean you got to give it up to this guy the dedication uh, the level of detail that he always committed and I mean it was like a fairy book you know, for me, a fairy book uh, tale where, you know, it, the 28 to three game, uh, the Rams game where it was like tennis. I mean, that Would was you, you know what, Tim, I'm cutting, I'm cutting you off. I'll talk to you next week or maybe tonight on the early morning show <laughs> at night. Oh, what are you just waxing poetic here about Tom Brady? And I just let it go on and on and on because I'm exhausted. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 
Silverados and Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. It's freaking cold today. Highs in the teens. I understand the appreciation of Tom Brady. I appreciate Tom Brady. No one ever again, I doubt, will do what he's done. Now, Patrick Mahomes is on a path where if he wins this Super Bowl, he might have a shot, which is crazy to say. But this Tom Brady, he cheated. He cheated. And so, yes, I can appreciate the greatness of one Tom Brady. But at the same time, I think the Steelers win in 01. The whole thing. And so I'm going to hold him again, hold that against him my entire life. He became more likable at the end, but still not wholly likable. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Hey, Adam. It's, um, it's Damien. Sup, homie. Uh, I'm immature, so I do not appreciate Tom Brady. Um, yeah, I never grew I up either, Damien. F that guy. <laughs> I mean, am I supposed to feel bad or, like, you know, like, I don't care. He won seven Super Bowls. He's a millionaire. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's done. I think maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I still don't know that he's done. He's good. Be, good like, point by you. Because I think it lasted uh, what forty days last time. Days. Yeah, it was forty days. So maybe it'll be like forty-one this time. I don't. I don't know. Who knows with that guy? He's gonna end up like dying on the field. I feel. And I love. But, and thank you for the call, Damien. I love Chris Muller. Good guy. Wouldn't have my job without Chris Muller. He was a little birdie in Craig Riley's ear. He was like, "Hey, hire this Crowley guy." And so he did. How about that? But Chris said it's sour grapes from Steelers fans if you talk about Tom Brady and paint him in a negative light or it's jealousy or, okay, fine, maybe, but I'm a fan. Like, why do I have to like Tom Brady because he's great? Like, there's a difference, too, between him and, say, Sidney Crosby. And I think Sidney Crosby's a top five hockey player of all time. So I don't think that this comparison falls deaf here. People hate Sidney Crosby because they are jealous. Because he's been a winner. And he got that pretty boy sort of image from a lot of people in the league for a while. Tom Brady had that too. And still, if he comes back, he'll still have that. I don't think it's only jealousy, though, for Tom Brady. Sidney Crosby never cheated. Sidney Crosby is hated because he just wins. And people think he gets preferential treatment. Which, if you think that, you ain't watching the league. Whereas Tom Brady, I think there's some of that in there, of course. But how can you turn a blind eye totally to cheating when he wasn't punished once, the team wasn't punished once, but two times? It ain't like it didn't happen. It totally happened. And in Spygate, the NFL destroyed the evidence. So if I want to hate Tom Brady, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hate Tom Brady. We got the fan morning show pre-show coming up next. It's 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.